So the final episode of the Netflix original series, Squid Games, The Challenge. It's one of the biggest reality TV series ever, which is based on the South Korean show, The Squid Games, which was hugely popular. And of course, the challenges now in this TV series, this reality show, weren't life or death like the TV show, but I'm sure they honestly felt like they were because there was 4.56 million dollars on the line for the last person standing. So if you haven't watched any of it yet, you're going to want to block those ears ears because I'm going to have some spoilers. Joining me this evening is an Irish contestant from Donegal who is best known for his hilarious TikTok videos with over 600,000 followers on TikTok and over 200,000 followers on Instagram. It's Eric Roberts. How are we getting on, guys? Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for joining me. So we're here to talk about, obviously, Squid Games, the challenge. And this all came about because of your social media, yeah? Um. Well, it didn't really helped me getting on the show it's yeah. basically people from all walks of life all around the globe and um, now it was someone that had followed me that it said suggested I should apply um, and I did that and then through that application then there was around six months of interviews with producers and casting directors and I was whittled down then from 100,000 to the 456. Wow and like did you you know when you know that person kind of set you up to a- apply did you have any idea of what you were going get, to be getting yourself into? Absolutely not no I did it on sort of a whim thinking oh I, I might get a chance to be on reality television, not really yeah, understanding yeah. that it was going to be the biggest show on the planet when it, when, it, when it came out or the scale of which the filming was in London. I mean, it was it was totally immersive for a few weeks over there and I, I didn't really have any idea of what I was go- going to be getting myself in for, I suppose. And obviously at the start, there's, you know, the red light, green light challenge, which, you know, we're delighted to see that you came second in. Go on. Um, well, that was really intense. I've heard stories that you were filming for a long, long period of time. So it was very dependent on how quickly you cross the line so I, I got over the line in around six hours because I came second wow. but if, if you were one of the last to cross the line you might have been there for eight or nine hours so we, we would run for five seconds and we would freeze in that static motion we, we were basically stood there for 30 to 40 minutes so it was it was one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do physically and I suppose mentally as well it was it was really tough and as I was up the front as I, I, I was hearing all these screams Medic, help! Oh my God, someone's fainted, and you, you didn't really know what was going on because you couldn't turn around to look. So it was that was definitely one of the toughest games of the whole experience. That's insane. I'm sure musical statues when you're a kid might have came in handy there. Um, and like obviously during those few hours, like could you eat? Could you go to the toilet? Absolutely not. No, you were you were stood there for as long as it took. Um, I, I don't know if if people needed to go to the bathroom whether they did or not. I didn't go around asking because <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised if people did. So let's get into it then. You were among like 200 people then that got through after the first um, challenge. What was the worst thing about sharing this big massive room with all these random people? Um, I, I, I said during the week there, the Americans, that was probably the toughest part of it all. <laughs> but um, no, we, we were kind of forced into conversations with people we mightn't have spoken to, I suppose, in everyday life because all we could do in there was conversate. Um, there was 200 of us in a huge, huge dorm with bunk beds stacked five high and we were in there 24-7. We had no concept of time and we were starved, we were sleep deprived. So the only thing I suppose to get us through was each other. So you kind of were forced into making your team and alliances and um, early on though it was kind of it was a nice environment everyone was really happy to be there and there was a good buzz around the dorms and then once the games kicked off then that, that atmosphere quickly sort of deteriorated I suppose I was watching this when watching the series like the challenge is actually 
doing the challenges, taking part in those challenges, but it's also trying to form alliances. Did you struggle with that? Early on I did. Um, I, I, I'm very sarcastic and I have a real mm-hmm. sort of deprecating, self-deprecating Irish humour and that didn't really land with a lot of the Americans, <laughs> I suppose, early on. Um, there was another Irish contestant in there, but I didn't actually I didn't actually find him until we were there about two or three days. That's how, that's how big a scale this was. You hadn't met everyone after a couple of days. So af- after a while I had I had my click, I suppose, and then the second game came around, which is the dog on a cookies, and I got umbrella. Yes. So I queued up I queued up with all my friends and I was the only one to survive that game out of all my friends. Oh, so no. then you're forced into making new friends and new alliances. So it was just constant in there. A hundred percent because there's people getting eliminated left, right and centre. So you, you, you can't guarantee that your friend that you've made from day one is going to be there on day two. Um, and, you know, when you were in there, did it just feel so real? Did you re- like, you know, did you forget you were on a reality TV show? I think in the second week, yeah, absolutely. The, the atmosphere wasn't nice. I mean, mm-hmm. when, when, we, when we had whittled it down, I think there was around maybe 50, 50 left and we were heading into one of the last games. So 60 left, we were heading into marbles. And at that point, everyone was playing someone that they had built a really big relationship with. They were properly close friends at this yes. stage because you're with these people 24-7. So after that game, no one really celebrated the victory and there was 30 of us left. And when we walked back into the dorm and we saw how much money was there, and you had a 1 in 30 chance of winning it. It, it was a really... It wasn't a really nice place to be because you didn't know who to trust at this point. You didn't know what the next elimination was going to be. So it definitely was an enjoyable. It was an enjoyable experience, but at, the, at that stage of the game, that wasn't very enjoyable. I, I could imagine that was quite hard. Like, and would would you say that would have been the hardest part of being a part of the show was you know after that kind of challenge? Yeah, I mean the the main aim of the of the game was survival. So yeah. my game plan, I suppose, was to keep my head down because early on I noticed that all the big characters were the ones that were being eliminated. All the loudest. In the room or the people that were really over overly confident or trying too hard to make alliances those were the people that people wanted to vote out yes so what happened was when there was around 30 people left i i was kind of everyone's friend at this point i, I was just trying to be a familiar face to everyone and i had a, a couple of friends that i was definitely closer to than others but what happened was there was there there was basically an alliance formed by a, a group of the women and they they got together and says let's get all the guys out because there was a there was basically more guys than girls at that point. So all credit to them. They played a good game and I ended up being uh, eliminated in that round, unfortunately. But yeah, it was it was constantly, it was phys- physical and mentally challenging for the games, but also emotionally challenging then when you're in the dorms because you, you had to kind of be fake in there and you didn't know who to trust. So it was it was definitely very, very difficult at that point in the game. Yeah, I can imagine like you would be on edge at all times. And just as you were saying there, that you were like one of 32 contestants left out of... 456 in episode 7 and the elimination process in that episode it really gave me PTSD it brought me back to you know primary school when you had to pick your teams and who was going to go on your team so you know a lot of people online are saying you were robbed um, you know of your chance in the next episode and I would totally be there and I, I get that the women had their strategy but it kind of left you unfair and in a in a in a difficult position. Were you annoyed about that? I was absolutely devastated at the time. I mean, I don't think I could speak for in twenty four hours after I came out of the place. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I was I was in 
within days of winning 4.56 million, I was so, so confident in the games and I was getting through them all so well. And I felt like I'd, if, if I had gone out in my own terms, I would have lasted a lot longer. But at the same time, listen, that's part and parcel of the game. You, you, you were allowed form alliances and you were allowed backstabs. So all credit to the girls. They played a very good game there on that day. That's probably the most sickening part is not going out on your own terms, like in a challenge that, you you know, you made it through all the difficult ones. But did you ever imagine getting that far um, when you started, when you went in on day one, did you think, look, you'd last as long as you did? My my goal was to get through the first game just out of total embarrassment for coming. <laughs> like I was saying, like, I'm, 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 le- I'm leaving here. I'm going to film with Netflix. I'll, I'll, I could be away for a couple of weeks. And then if I had if I had to fly home the day after, that would have been horrific. So I just really wanted to get through the first game. But then my confidence really grew after coming second across the line. And then I got the umbrella and I did that. And I, as, the, as the show progressed, I was like, maybe I could actually go really far here and win this. But uh, yeah, it was kind of... Ripped from under my feet then, obviously that day. Um, but yeah. I think if I had it, if I if I had got through that one elimination, I feel I feel like I would have been pretty confident to go on to the final. Oh, one hundred percent, and I don't doubt that. And the challenges themselves, there was a lot of tears. There was people nearly vomiting at some stage. Did you go through any of those emotions? So I I, I did. I cried a couple of times, and thank <laughs> God I, I didn't get much airtime in the end because I was kind of dreading that being shown. There was two occasions I think after the after the cookie when all yeah. my friends had been eliminated essentially, and I left realized I was I had to do it all over again go around introducing myself to a new group of people mm. I think I got a bit emotional that day because um, it was tough like you were Absolutely. I, I watch reality I watch reality TV and I see these people crying on camera like oh Jesus feckin Egypt but then when you're in there you, you, you can't help but get involved yourself and then there was also a less than uh, a less than impressive moment before my elimination where I, I think I turned to someone that I thought was going to be saved and I was like here man Pick me if you could pick me. <laughs> they also cut that bit, thank God. But uh, yeah, there was uh, there was definitely some moments in there where it, it, it got the better of me. Um, but 100%. I, I, had of time to recover. I can relate on the intensity. I was um I was on the Virgin Media show Grow on Traw earlier this summer and being inside and in these cameras, no matter how long you're in there for, it's way more intense than anyone could ever imagine on the outside. So I can't even imagine how intense this was in here. And I hear the meal situation in there wasn't great. How often, I want to know how often, did you get fed in a day? So my my sister is one of the worst cooks I imaginable. And there was days, on day three or four, I was really missing some of her meals. <laughs> That's how bad it was. There, was. there was mushy porridge in the morning and you can only describe it as just this, it's like something you would see out of a cartoon in a prison. Oh. It was just this horrific, mushy, grey porridge. And then we would get white plain rice and an egg maybe, or you might have some dry pasta. I mean, the, the newfound appreciation I had for ketchup or condiments <laughs> when I came out of the place. And it's all I spoke about for two weeks was a southern fried chicken burger. And it just, we were we were starving. There was times we were banging on the doors at night time with hunger. Oh, so gosh. it was totally, totally immersive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this wasn't produced in any way, shape or form. Like we were really struggling in there. So um, yeah, no, it was it was a difficult couple of weeks. I, I, I must have put on about two stone when I came out of the place. Then. <laughs> and I'd say, yeah, that's something that's going to stand here for life. You're never going to forget how you felt when you were in there. There's some rumours going around, right, that people were using condoms as lip balm in there. Now, I don't know how they got the condoms in or where the condoms came from. Is this true? So I think Netflix were hoping for a couple of romantic relationships in there oh. because there was con- there was condoms. Yeah, there was condoms available, but it was obviously 200 people in a room with no windows. <laughs> People's lips started getting chapped. Now, I'm blessed with some tiny lips, so luckily I didn't have to rub any condoms over, over <laughs> my face. Um, I just lick my lips every now and again. But yeah, there was some people there was some people that you would be having a conversation with and mid-conversation they would pull out a condom and start rubbing it <laughs> rubbing it on their mouth. And it was, it was a strange, strange time, definitely. That is very random. Would you do it again? I, w- I probably would 
um, just for the opportunity and the experience, like only only 456 people can say they actually played that game and actually went through that experience. So so being able to say that and getting through the games I got through, I would do it again. But yeah, I wouldn't recommend it if it's not for the weak minded. <laughs> um, it's it's like it, it's not it, looking back now. Had I known what I knew before going in, I might have thought twice about it because it was it was one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do. I can imagine both uh, physically and mentally. Um, and if you were to do it again, what would you do differently? Well, this is it. I don't think I would play my game much differently only because I made the decision not to make an Egypt of myself, basically not mm-hmm. to play up for the camera. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to be myself in there. Um, I didn't really want to be in there manipulating people or I, I, I was just kind of my normal Irish self just going about saying what's the crack every day and trying to make people laugh and being a, a sort of positive energy in there, I suppose, as opposed to a negative one. Um, and I don't think Absolutely. I would I don't think I would do anything differently in terms of that. I might maybe nominate myself for a few more games and be a bit braver. I think that's the only thing I would change. It's kind of like you don't know what you're getting yourself into. So it's kind of like, do I, don't I, I could risk it all or I can just, you know, stay back. But no, that's totally fair. But what now what can we expect from you in the future? Have you got any plans to return to TV? Well, well, I came into this year, I suppose, wanting to try everything. Um, I, it, last year brought lots of opportunities. And I said to myself this year, let's let's walk through a few, few doors and see where I end up. And I've been kind of on the treadmill all year. They've been coming thick and fast. So I'm incredibly grateful. But I, I tried out acting. I've tried out comedy. I've tried out presenting. And I've just, oh, I've really fallen in love with presenting. Um, I've, I have my own slot now in Ireland AM. And I'm hoping to get into maybe some radio slots in the new year and see where that can take me. But uh, I, as I say, I'm just going to keep saying yes to these things and see where I end up. Absolutely. You know, you have to say yes because you never know what you like until you try it. Now, I can't let you go anywhere without a little game. So, Hello. Squid Games, it's famously known for the red light, green light game. And here at Beat, our breakfast show is known for our dilemmas that our listeners send into us every day. So, I'm going to combine the two to play this little game called Red Flag, Green Flag. Now, I think, you know, that's pretty self explanatory. So, I'll be giving okay. you a situation and you can tell me whether it's a red flag or a green flag. So, Lovely. first we have socks in bed. Red or green? I'm going to say red because I'm just, I love the comfort of having bare feet in bed. Uh huh. Um, someone who remembers your mom's birthday? Definitely a green flag because I never do. <laughs> so you need someone to remind you, yeah, you're dead right. Exactly. Someone who's into horoscopes? Massive red flag. Massive red flag. <laughs> okay, Massive I don't know red. if we're going to get on that well now after this, um, Eric. Anyways, someone who identifies. Well, well, me, me, me and my, my ex girlfriend actually broke up because we had, she said we had differentiating horoscopes. I was, I was a Libra. <laughs> Yeah. And she was yeah. she was not a nice person. So <laughs> now, to be fair now, I wouldn't be that into horoscopes now. I wouldn't be breaking up with people over them. That she's an ex for a reason. Um <laughs> So, someone who identifies as a dog parent. Okay, well, I have a dog, but I wouldn't, like, someone has, like, an Instagram for their pet, that kind of thing. Well, more red so flag. that you're going around and your dog is like your child, essentially. Red, 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 red all the way. What about going sea swimming? Uh, definitely a green flag. Oh, I'm, a yeah. big, I'm, I'm a big advocate for sea swimming. Great for your mental health. And uh, actually, I, I was down sea swimming with Jamie Dornan there a couple of weeks ago. So, you never know who you might meet. D- that's so true. I go sea swimming myself, and I'm always making new friends. I haven't met Jamie. Dorning yet, but sure, look, maybe he'll be down in Waterford soon. Someone who asks for extra gravy with their dinner. I often do it myself at Christmas. I mean, I, I don't throw stones in glass houses, so I'll, I'll say green flag. Yeah, I totally agree. What about someone who can't parallel park? It is it is very difficult. As someone who can parallel park, I'm going to say it's a red flag. <laughs> you, you, should, you shouldn't really be on the road. 
Oh gosh, I can't parallel park now at all to save my life. What about an adult ordering from the kids' menu? Absolute green flag. I mean, sometimes people are a bit tight for cash and can only afford the children's menu, or they mightn't be that hungry. And you so can't you can't pay no chicken judgment. nuggets and chips. Oh, absolutely, I'm still a fan of chicken nuggets and chips. Some beans on the side. Pipe that up. And what if someone who doesn't like tea? What do you? I don't understand the question. If you don't like a cup of tea, you're not making any sense. I don't know what what people. There's people out there that don't like oh, tea. Oh yeah, don't there 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 is. I swear there is some people that won't put a cup of tea near their lips. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm not going to answer that question because it's just <laughs> silly. That's silly. Pretty self-explanatory. Have you got another game in yet? Let's do. Let's bang it out. Let's right. Bang it out. So I'm gonna. I'm, I'm really putting you through your paces now because you know you were challenged enough on the Squid Games, but I'm gonna see what if you had a quiz on the southeast. Right, the southeast is where we're based, and I want to see if you had a quiz based on the southeast. Would would you've got truth at the next game in the Squid Games? Right. So I just want to get. The, <laughs> I just want to get the baseline of where we're starting at. So can you tell me? What five counties are in the southeast of Ireland? Oh my god! <laughs> Absolutely not. This is going to be horrific. Come on, I should give it your best shot. It's it's not that hard. It's not that hard. Right, so Waterford. Yes, well done. You're on one. Okay, okay there's five. There's okay. th- four more to go. Um, uh, Wexford. Yes. Okay. Two. W's. Um, yeah. Oh god. Uh, see, I've, I'm I'm into my Gaelic, but this isn't going to. Um, Ah, no. If you're into your Gaelic now, you should, you should definitely get this third one. Very known for the hurling. Kilkenny. Oh, yes. You see, that was on the tip yes. of my tongue when you said hurling, <laughs> then I got it. Um, is, I, I used to do athletics. Is tip is a long way to Tipperary. We used to sing that. Is that down there? Yes, yes. So tip is included, I'm never, yes. Right, that's, I'm never getting the fifth, I promise you now. So for, we must oh. forget about it. I can't believe I got as many as I did. Well, you're, you're offending me here now because I'm from the fifth county, which is County Carlow. How could you? Like, Richie Kavanagh, come on, comes from Carlo. How could, how would you not know Carlo? Yeah. Carlo. Right, so you've passed, you've just about passed the first question. That was only to get a baseline of where we're, where we're starting at. So I think we're doing good. Okay. So now we're going to get into the questions and they're all based on counties in the southeast. Okay. So a doughy white bread roll, which is known as a blah, where in the southeast did it originate from? I'm, I'm just going to, I'm listening, I'm, I'm, Pissing the wind here. Was it Carlo? No, no, no. <coughs> You're wrong. It was the Dacia, Waterford. And have you ever had a plan? I've never. I've never oh. even heard of it. Well, we may get you down here some sometime. You may free up that schedule of yours and come down to Waterford and we'll treat you to a blah. It's, yeah. Okay. I, when I Wonderful. when I moved to Waterford first, that's the first thing they put in my mouth was a blah. So, you know. Okay, wow. <laughs> right, true or false? <laughs> Elvis Presley has roots that link him to Hackettstown in County Carlow. That just sounds so outlandish that I'm going to say it's true. It is. It is true. His great, great, great grandfather, William Presley, um, had land in Carlow on the foot of Eagle Hill. So, yeah, it's true. There you go. Um, what county in the southeast is best known for their strawberries? I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and say Tipperary. No! <laughs> You're really not cultured down here, are you? <laughs> what it's are you doing? Wexford. Wexford. Yeah. But I never leave the hills. I no. never leave the hills. <laughs> Doesn't sound like you do, unless you're going on the Squid Games, yeah? Well, there you yeah. go, yeah. So, Kilkenny is often referred to as the Marble City, but what are the people known as? Now, this is an Legends. easy one. No! <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give you another go with that, because I'm a bit embarrassed. Okay. Come on, you can, you can do this. Think of... What animal meows? I'm giving you a clue here. The cats. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, gee, you, yeah, you read, didn't read the question correctly because I would have got that right. Oh, away. yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, true or false? This one's easy now. If you don't get this one, I'm going to be worried. Don't, don't be putting them <laughs> on me now. 
Tipperary is a land is a landlocked county with no sea border. Is it true or is it false? Play a harpy or something. Dun, dun, I'm gonna dun, say. Dun. I'm gonna say false. Uh, no, t- it's true. <laughs> I mean, Tipperary is landlocked. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you said is landlocked. Okay, yeah, yeah, t- yeah. True. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, look, you, you, I don't think you passed the South East quiz, but look, you haven't really been... Have you been down in any of those five counties? I haven't I haven't been down, I don't think, since South East, since I was about nine. So you have to forgive me there. Okay, so you just need to make another trip down south very soon. I need to plan a trip. I need to plan a trip down there soon. You do. it sounds wonderful. It, it absolutely is. It's a great place. And if you want to go see swimming, there's loads of lovely beaches down here in Waterford and in Wexford. But not in Tipperary because Tipperary is landlocked, yeah? So yeah. don't go see swimming. I'm straightening this down. Yeah. Don't go see swimming in Tipperary, okay? N- noted, okay. So just to end things and maybe divide some opinions, but we're going to be getting geared up for Christmas here at the moment, you know, fully in the Christmas spirit. But what song is going to be getting you in the festive mood, right? I'm going to give you two songs. Is it Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas? Or would you go with The Pogues' Fairy Tale of New York? I'm going to go with The Pogues, just in light of recent events and just what a what an amazing Christmas song it is. So I'll, I'll stick for number two. Thank you so much for joining me this evening, Eric. You've been a pleasure. No problem at all. It's and... been an absolute blast, except for the quiz that you just threw me <laughs> under the bus on there. But everything else was very enjoyable. Well, look, at least you're probably more knowledge. You know, you've got more knowledge on the Southeast. So I'm, I'm just here That's to great. educate. Every day is a school day. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you so much.